Welcome to Emran's podcast, episode number 44. This is your host, Suman Silva. And I'm just as proud for you know, that person who ran a sub four marathon as I am for the person who is, you know, ran their first mile straight through. Emran's.com to listen to our previous podcast shows, links to our social media channels, and more. I would like to welcome Christian along to Emran's podcast. Christian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Have you recovered from your dopey challenge? You recently ran at Disney, what, uh, four days, five days, a week? <laughs> <laughs> I think we were down there forever. No, we uh, we ran for four days. So, yes, I'm trying to recover, but I got home and I, I had to go to work bright and early the next morning. So there wasn't a whole lot of recovery time. How long does it usually take you to recover from an event like this? You have done this multiple times already, correct? Right. This was my fourth year to do it. You know, I just listen to my body and see how I feel. And I feel pretty good right now. And uh, my job, I'm a fitness group, group exercise instructor. So I don't get a whole lot of time off. So I, uh, I ran races and came right home and taught my class, and I really haven't skipped too much of a beat, to be honest with you, but I have slowed down the running uh, last week. I, I took a few days off, but I'm, I'm ready to get right back to it. Same here. I'm, I'm trying to slow down my running, especially beating down. I put myself through last three months of uh, 2016, just had to, <laughs> I have to slow it down. So, Well, running a race like that, that I ran last weekend, um, it was a total of 48.6 miles. You know, you run several days in a row. So even in my training, I would run four days in a row. So when I come home, it's, it's kind of weird not to run. And so I'm just so used to running that in my training, I just, we didn't take a whole lot of time off. So even now I I don't, I don't recover too long. If I do, then I, I don't feel right. Definitely. I, I do a lot of stage race. I think you are in a similar situation, but a little bit in fun place. I'm, I'm running the trails and you're running through the Disney. But, um, right. but this, uh, this whole stage, I guess, uh, different multiple multi-day running. How do you recover from day to day? Is it, is it a technique? I know that I hear that some people are asking this, this kind of questions. I don't have experience running four days on the, on the pavement. So yeah. I just wanted to know. How does that work? Well, to be honest with you, the running on the pavement and on the road, the actual running to me was not the hard part because I could run four days in a row and be, be fine. And plus down there at Disney, you go to the parks, you're on vacation, you walk around. And so you stay loose. You don't, you don't go back to your room or at least I don't. You got, we don't go back to the room and just sit in the room and where we feel stiff and things like that. So we just keep loose and we keep moving. But what's really hard about that race is we have to wake up at, you know, 2, 2.30 in the morning because you have to be on your shuttles no later than 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. So, and that's when the last buses run. So you really have to be on the shuttle, you know, by 3 o'clock, 3.30. And that's what's hard is waking up four days in a row like, the early morning hours. If if we didn't have to do that, then I think I could do it and wouldn't even be so tired, but it's the waking up so early. Um, and then you do have to kind of go to bed a little bit earlier than what you would normally go to bed because you've got to wake up at two o'clock in the morning. So for me, the hardest part was balancing my meals and the waking up. It wasn't necessarily the running because I was trained to run. So that, that didn't really bother 
me so much. But it, it was the meals and the the sleep. Definitely, and and I, th- I think that's the biggest challenge for 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 you guys to get a. I mean, you're from Central Time Zone that you already lose an hour, and then getting up. Right. Yeah, your body's not used to it. Yeah, and the races are just fun. You know, it's it's definitely not a PR kind of course or anything like that. That some of the roads are narrow and. There's a lot of people and, and, and not to mention, you're just having fun. It's, it's hard not to have fun when you're running past Mickey Mouse on the side of the road. <laughs> Definitely. <You know? laughs> it just is not, it's not a normal race, you know, and I look back at some of my pictures, you know, and I, I'm looking at it and there's a Captain Hook over here and a Tinkerbell and a Mickey Mouse and somebody dressed up like, Alice in Wonderland, and you're like, this is just crazy. But it's a lot of fun. It really is. Definitely seems like you have a lot of passion of running, passion in running. You, you, uh, you, you've been running. I have seen. I know you through running. And uh, to tell us about your running journey. How did you start running? Were you a lifetime runner, or you picked up running like I did? A little bit later in life, I had three kids, and I'm married, and I stayed at home with them for you know as long as they were babies and I got them all off to school. And when my little one, my youngest was, when he was starting kindergarten, I just felt like I was just the typical stay at home mom, you know, and I was always up at the schools and volunteering and just doing all of the things that a mom would do every day, which was great. I mean, I, I, I love doing that, but I also, I didn't exercise. I didn't put myself first. I didn't do anything like that. And I, and I've always been one to exercise and, and do things. Uh, for my 35th birthday, my little boy was going off to school. And I thought, well, I'm going to train and run a 5K. And so I did. And But I, I, I didn't think I, I didn't really know anything about running. And so I thought I could just get out there, you know, for a couple of weeks and, you know, run around the park and I'd be trained to run a 5K. And I got out there and my time was okay, but I could only run about half of it. And I was so frustrated, so mad, so angry, and uh, so many people passing me. And, you know, I just, I'm, I'm pretty competitive, too. And so I made it my goal to get out in my neighborhood, and I just trained and trained and trained. And I thought, if, I, if it kills me, I'm going to run a 5K all the way through. And so the following April, I finally ran a 5K where I ran the whole whole time straight through. But what was fun about it was when I got out there on the first time I ran a 5k, I thought, well, my gosh, this is a huge social event. I didn't even know all this happened on Saturday mornings. And so it just kind of became where, you know, over time, I would register for another 5k and another 5k. And then, you know, I'd see a few more friends and meet more people. And before I knew it, some of my friends were like, Oh, well, I'd like to do that. And so it just became a huge social event for me. And over time, I I became, you know, a better runner. And I got to a point to where I, you know, could run a, a decent 5k. And I was pretty fast and all of that. I find that for me, the more pressure that I put on myself as far as you know, running fast and running for time and PRs and all of that, I just beat myself up with it. And if I just take it easy and I relax and I have fun with it, sometimes I run fast, sometimes I don't. And so I just, over the years, I just have become kind of a social runner and, and I like it. And I, I don't like to, you know, really push myself every single time. I just, I just like to have fun with it. And so that's kind of what I've done over the years. 
Definitely. And you do have fun. I've seen. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about how did you start uh, picking up marathon and beyond 5k distance? How, what was the motivation? Was it just a natural progression and you saw your friends running marathons and half marathons or? No, not at all. I, um, I, I work at the YMCA and when I first started running a 5k's, I'll never forget. I walked back into the gym and there was a lady that was back there picking up one of her kids out of the nursery. And I walked up behind her and she had on a Walt Disney World marathon shirt. And at that time, I didn't even know that existed. And I said, hey, tell me about your shirt. You know, tell me about this. And she said, oh, I just ran the Walt Disney World marathon. I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I just started running. I didn't even know they had them there. Well, my sister had been running for about a year and she kind of just found out about it too. And uh, I called her like right then and I said, hey, we need to go run at Walt Disney World. And she said, I I just thought about that too, you know, let's do it. And so she was a little bit better of a runner than I was at the time. And so she signed up to run the Walt Disney World full marathon. And I said, well, I'll sign up to run the half. And I said, I don't even think I can do that, but I guess I'll have a year to train for it. And so that's kind of how it started, just because I thought, oh, my gosh, my world's just collided right right here at the gym. And so I just had it in my mind I was going to do a half marathon. And um, and then for me, it was also another excuse to go there, to go to Disney. And so I did the whole I brought my whole family and we went on a trip and then we did the Disney cruise and we ran the races. And so we were there for like two weeks. And I really thought that would be a one and done. I, I thought this is a once in a lifetime thing. I'll never do this again. You know, I've got to go all out. And uh, here I am like 10 years later, I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I go, don't even take my kids when I go. But, uh, you know, it's just really, I, I thought I'll never be able to do this again. I'll never be able to train like this again. And I, and now it's just, it's just a habit. I just, I've made it. I've just incorporated it into my life and my lifestyle. And so now I'm always training and, you know, I'd go run a half marathon every weekend if I could somewhere, but you know, I, I, I need a, a money tree or a sugar daddy for that for sure. But it, it was a lot of fun. That very first one training for it. And I, I never thought I would do it again, but now so I do it all the time. So how many marathons uh, and half marathons have you done since then? Do you have any count on that? Yeah, I've done 12 marathons and I've done 44 half marathons total. So, and, and several of my marathons have been at Disney World. So we always do the half marathon before, the day before. So that kind of makes that a little more challenging. But um, yeah, so 12. Got I just you. did a... Uh, the New York City last year too, so that was a that was a huge one. But uh, twelve total. We'll talk about the New York City in a little bit. Uh, let's talk about your social media brand or your personal brand that you have called By My Girl Runs. Uh, that you yeah, you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, correct? Yeah, she's my alter ego. Um, I created that several years ago. Um, I was actually at a race and I was on a, on a bus headed, you know, either to the race or coming from the race or where I don't, I don't know which way we were going, but my cousin was on the bus with me and a girl came up to her and said, Hey, are you so-and-so? And she recognized her from social media, which I thought was hilarious at the time. And so I said, well, what is this Instagram? You know, I, I don't know anything about it. And it was brand new. Like the app I think was two weeks old. And so I created it right then and I got on it and 
and I didn't think too much about it. I had a Twitter account at that time, and I, I would get on it every once in a while. So that was probably, gosh, 2009, 2010, something like that. So, you know, later on in the year, I went to another race, and uh, they it was a Disney race, and someone had mentioned that they went to a party, you know, and it was for bloggers and social media influencers and things like that. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm on all that stuff. But I just post all my photos to Facebook, you know, just like everybody else does. And they said, oh, no, 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 you you need to be active. You need to have a blog. You need to be on Instagram. And I said, well, I have all of that. I'm just not very active on it. They said, no, 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 play around with it. And so I got on it and I really just started kind of playing around on it. And I, you know, created the Bama Girl Runs. And, um, and I started really doing some research on um, just finding your niche and finding, you know, following the the people with the same interests that I had and, you know, having those people follow, follow me back. And then it got to be just this weird little community of when I went to races or, you know, different things that it, it was kind of all the same people, like the same social media influencers. And I started getting invited to different things and, you know, you know, getting products sent to me and things like that. And it just literally like kind of grew. I don't want to say overnight because it wasn't overnight, but, um, but now, you know, it is a lot of fun. And I, I have had some really, really cool experiences through all of that. Um, you know, and it's a little weird sometimes because I'll go places and people recognize me or, you know, ask me to get a picture with them. And I still think all that kind of thing is kind of crazy. But it's a lot of fun because it's become one of those things where if you go to a destination race, you might as well get to know the people that are standing next to you at the start line. And so I know the people in Birmingham where I'm from and all of that. But like, it's really a lot of fun to go out of town, to go to Chicago, New York, you know, Orlando, wherever I go. And I know lots of people there. So it's it's just a real cool experience to experience running that way. Because I, I never would have thought, you know, just by creating all of that, that it, it would be that way. Definitely. And so it's just it's just put a whole different spin on it. And uh, it is it is a lot of fun. It but, is. You know, it is also one of those things that you can get really sucked into and you can spend a lot of time on it, you know, and it can it can become like a little part time job. I mean, you know, because if you have companies that send you products and you've got to really follow through with, you know, writing a review and using them and, you know, doing giveaways and all that kind of thing. It's a, it's very, very time consuming. And so sometimes, you know, a lot of people don't really understand what goes into all of that. To be successful at it, you have to spend the time behind it. And, and I feel like I never quit working. You know, like I feel like I wake up in the mornings and I go to bed at night and I'm always working in a good way. I won't say it's anything like manual labor or anything like that, but my mind is always, it's always working. And I, and I do, and I, I try to keep all of that very, um, you know, inspirational, motivating. I keep it clean. I don't want, you know, I, I see a lot of, you know, people on social media that do a lot of, you know, inappropriate things, especially in the fitness industry and that side of it. And, you know, I really do try to keep my brand the way that I am. I'm a little silly and I can be a little funny, I guess. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> but, uh, I, I can relate. I can relate to you, your stories uh, on this one too. Yeah. Um, because I created that brand, Marathon Runs. And uh, like like yeah. yours, it's kind of ultra ego. And it goes out and does stuff. It used to do more stuff. 
And you know, one of the biggest compliments that somebody ever gave me, and I've had several people tell me this when they read my blog or, you know, my Instagram, and then they meet me in person, they'll, they will say, you know, you're exactly like when I'm reading your blog and now that I've met you in person, you, you sound exactly the same. Like you sound exactly like I would have thought you did. And that's very important to me because I don't want to try to be something that I'm not. And so like, I don't want to put it out there you know, on social media that I can do this, 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 this. And then, you know, in my real life, I'm really not backing it up. Like I, I like to be exactly in a social way that I am in real life. And so I hope it comes across that way. You know, some, some days I know it, it, it may not, but I really like if I put it out there that I care about something, I really want people to know that I care about it. I'm not just saying that. And so to me, that was a huge compliment, but um, I, I try to make it all consistent. That's really important. Even though people may not know you directly, but you, they know the other side, the runner side of you, the the brand side of you, and they right. because they've been following you for so long. You know, sometimes I meet people it's like, "Are you really a marathon runner?" Said, "Yep." Because when I when people see me first time, they don't realize I'm I'm the one man behind the man, marathon run most of the time. So <laughs> right and um. And, you know, it's just the whatever you do, like you said, you got to back it up and whatever you say out there and you kind of just uh, just throw things out. You have to be real. You know, that's that's, that's what we do. I agree. Moving on, on to our topic and uh, talking about Bama Girl Runs. Uh, recently, you ran New York City Marathon and you had a, a totally di- different experience beyond running a running marathon than a- any of us had it running the New York City Marathon. Can you talk about that a little yeah, so I applied. Um, this was my sixth year to apply. Last year was, and I finally got accepted. And I, I tell you, I was over the moon excited to be accepted. I mean, I got the email and I just cried and cried like a baby. Um, I, it's just, it was just at the top of my list. I had always wanted to do it, and you know, I've had several friends that do it, and they come home and just say how wonderful it was, and. I could only imagine, and I've been to New York City before, so I could really just imagine how great it was. You know, just out of my own excitement, you know, I was excited to train for it. Like, I could not wait to train for that marathon. You know, and I know that sounds crazy that, you know, oh gosh, you've got to run, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles, but like, I was just ready for it. And I had wanted it for so long. And I got an email one day from the the marathon itself, you know, New York Roadrunners Association, and they said that they were launching a brand new uh, ambassador program, and they would love to have me be a part of it. And at first, I thought, well, wow, you know, how great is this? But I know so many people on social media, I thought, well, there has to be hundreds of people, you know, that they're picking. And they said that they wanted someone from, you know, to represent, you know, each portion of the country. And so I thought, well, they have to have at least 50. And uh, the more and more I was in communication with them, I realized that there were only about seven of us that they picked. And they just told me that they liked me and there was something about me that they liked. And, you know, I was a mom and I I was going to train and just live a normal life. And I was from Alabama and they thought they were just fascinated with that. I was really just blown away by the whole thing because this was, this is a global event. It's not just running a, a marathon in my local town. You know, I mean, New York City Marathon is a, it's a, it's a major marathon. And so 
they let me take over their Instagram account one day and you know, they just, they told me, we just want you to be yourself. You know, they didn't want me to be anything more than I was, anything less than I was, just be myself. And so I, I did, you know, I went and I took over the Instagram account and I, I filmed, you know, silly little things about, you know, through my day and, you know, how I, I trained that day and I had to work all day and I taught my senior citizens, you know, aerobics in a chair. I mean, it was just, just a day in the life of me. And, uh, they absolutely loved it. And they, you know, they sent me an email and they were so excited that I had just been myself that day. And, and then they've done little things along the way since then, you know, they've, they've mailed me little bags of goodies. And, uh, the first night I got to New York and I ran through Central Park with Bart Yasso and I talked to him and caught up. It was just great. Like, I, I really, there's some days I still can't even put it into, into words, you know, how great they were. And uh, they've invited me to come back and uh, and I'm going to go run the United uh, Airlines Half Marathon in March. You know, as a thank you, they're going to let me come do that. And so it's just been really just, just a great experience with them. Definitely. Let's uh, switch the topic a little bit. I just wanted to ask you, your uh, mother of three kids and uh, they're growing kids. And as you were trying to be a runner and uh, trying to raise kids, how difficult was it for you? It is, you know, some days it's so easy. And then some days it is the most difficult thing that I do. They, I do it every day and I, I run every weekend. So it's just something that my kids are used to. And I, I go off a lot, you know, I, I travel and I, I go to races and things like that. So, you know, sometimes I, I like to think, oh, they're okay with it and they love it. And then sometimes I can tell when it's too much and I can tell that, hey, mom's been gone too long or, you know, I don't need to go anywhere this weekend. And, you know, I've given up several races just for that reason alone. You know, the mom guilt sits, sets in and you know, and I don't do it. Sometimes they're all busy. They're teenagers and they've got their own thing going on. And, you know, they're not going to miss me at all. They're, they're off doing their own thing. And even if I were home, they wouldn't be home. So I, I think it kind of balances out. You know, some days my husband is not very happy with me, you know, cause I'll, I might be out running in the neighborhood and he's starving and I have not cooked dinner or the house is a mess or, you know, <laughs> things like that. I think that's probably typical of any mom. I don't necessarily think it's due to my running. I think if I wasn't running, it would probably be the same way. I'd be doing something else and the house would still be a mess. Um, you know, cause it's definitely not perfect and I don't live in a show home or anything like that. But, uh, I try to keep it all in balance and I try to, you know, just realize when it's too much, it's just too much. And so, like right now, you know, we're kind of in the middle of marathon season. So I just ran at Disney and, you know, I've got a few more races coming up. And, uh, and, and the thing about it is if it were just me, I would schedule a few more, you know, cause there's, there's so many more I want to, but because I do have a family and I have responsibilities, then I can't go off every weekend, you know, especially as much as I'd like to. So it is easier for me to just run somewhere in Birmingham versus, you know, go drive three or four hours away. So I, I've just made it a habit. And it's just what I do. And so they really don't think too much about it. Now, I will say this, too. They don't really care too much about it either. So, like, when I go run 48 miles, they're like, oh, okay, well, what's for dinner? You know, they... They don't have a concept of like, hey, mom needs to sit down for a few hours. Like that doesn't even bother them. They're they're just life goes on. So definitely. 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's difficult for me as well. I mean, you know, as many marathons I run, you know, not all of them are local and not all of them I can take them um, because right. it's cool and everything. I love to take them as, as much as possible, but, but sometimes it's not possible. So, you know, just I just don't want to be gone all the time, but we have goal as well. So I don't know. It's it's hard balance for me. I think uh, to try to try to run those distance and and sometimes just have to not do it. I guess. <laughs> it, it, well, and you do have to pass up some opportunities that you could run. And with, and with like in my my circumstance, like I've had a lot of people that say, "Oh, I could never go to Disney without my kids." You know, and I and I understand that because Disney is ultimately a family vacation spot and I get it. However, you know, like I said before, when you have to wake up at two o'clock in the morning and you go run a race and then you're not getting back to your hotel room till, you know, 11, 12 o'clock. Well, then you take a shower, you eat, you might walk around the parks for a few hours and then you eat again. You're going to bed at, you know, nine, 10 o'clock. You know, it's it's almost unfair to take your family. Because you you would not be taking them on a family vacation like they would want to go. And so, plus, you know, the expenses and things like that, you know, I, and I have taken them before on race vacations, but it's just a little bit easier to leave them all at home Definitely. just for that reason, you know. But. Yeah. And then the logistics sometimes is difficult to take everybody everywhere, so... So, yeah, yeah. And my and my kids are all busy and they play sports and they're active and you know they're teenagers now so you know some are driving and they're they're just never they they don't want to be home they want to be out with their friends and doing their own thing and so it definitely has gotten easier for me to slip off and go somewhere definitely. so the older they get you know the easier it'll get so. <laughs> and that's that's what I have to look forward for in a couple of years so. Right. Let's try the sprint round. Uh, and this will be quick question answer. You can long go long, whatever, however it works. And and I have a series of questions to ask. Okay. What What type of shoes do you wear for your racing and training? Well, you know, I have I have worn all kinds of shoes. Right now, I'm loving New Balance. Started wearing them, and I like them. I've got a couple of different styles that I wear, and so um, right now, that's my shoe of choice. New Balance. Do you use any uh, GPS device? I do. I have a Garmin. What is your favorite distance race? Uh, half marathon. Because it's it's a uh, it's half crazy or <laughs> finish <fast? laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I I like the half marathon distance because you have to train for it. You have to constantly train. So I feel like it keeps me in good enough shape to where I don't slack on my running. So I, I always, I like to run a long run on the weekends. And so I feel like if I run, if I, if I'm always signed up for a half marathon, then I can kind of keep that routine that I have going. I run a, you know, two to three short runs during the week. And then I do a, you know, anywhere from, you know, eight, 10, 12 mile run on the weekend. And that's what I like to do. And so a half, I feel like it pushes you just far enough to where I'm able to walk around and I don't feel like I'm too exhausted, but I've gotten a really good workout in. Yeah, I, I have not done a half marathons in, in, a, in a while, so I need to do that soon. Well, and I do like a race medal, so I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. I, I do love race medals. Yeah, and most of the half will give you race medals, at least those half uh-huh. marathons. Yeah, I have not done a half in so long, just half by itself, I guess. Yeah. I, I need to test it out and see how fast I'll go in a half by itself. Oh, yeah. You you would do really well. 
Yeah. You're fast. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Last weekend I ran, and after the half, I was running 140 through the half, and then in the crest of the half. So so I have to run. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to run the better half in the future. So. Do you run any trails, or are you strictly in the road? I'm mostly on the road. Um, about a year and a half ago, I was out at Oak Mountain and I broke my ankle running on the trail and I, I don't run on the trails a lot. So I'm sure I, I didn't have the right shoes and um, then I broke my ankle and I've ran on the trails a couple of times since then, but I'm really kind of scared to run on the trails since then. So I'm I'm pretty much a road runner. We touched this a little bit. Uh, do you follow any kind of training plans or, or in specific training plans for your half or full marathons? Um, I like the Hal Higdon plan. And I'll usually, I've got it written down and uh, for a half or a full or whatever. And I'll map it out. So, like, I, I'm i I'm kind of a nerd like that. So, like, if I know a race is coming up a certain distance away, I will, I'll map it out, you know, a certain number of weeks and all of that. But then I will go in and tweak it to match my schedule. So, you know, because I have things on my calendar for months ahead of time, especially with my kids and my family and other races and things like that. So, you know, I don't follow it so hardcore that if I miss, you know, if I exchange a 12 mile run for an eight mile run, I'm definitely not going to beat myself up about it. Um, and I usually like to give myself a few extra weeks on a marathon or a half marathon training plan just for that reason, because life happens. And I, I don't know, sometimes, you know, things might come up and I, I just may not get to run a long run or a training run or something like that. I, I tweak it to fit my own schedule and, uh, it, it seems to work for me. Definitely. I used to have a training plans, and lately I have no training plans. I just go run whatever I feel like, I guess. I shouldn't do that. I mean, my Boston Marathon's coming soon, so I would like to train. But <laughs> like you said, life happens so often for me. And <laughs> it does. It's just so sometimes it's so unpredictable, and, you know, the weather. And, and I do, I, I like to train with my, I like to do my long runs with my running group. And, you know, sometimes they're running different races and they're training for different races and they need to run longer miles. I may not need to run those miles, but there again, I don't care. I'm, I, I'm very flexible and I'll just, oh yeah, I'll go run 15 miles and I don't even need to do it, you know? And, <laughs> and then some days I'm like, I need to run 15 miles, but I only ran six because I want to get back and drink coffee sooner, you know? So. <laughs> I'm very flexible, and yeah. uh, again, I just try not to beat myself up about it, and just just be a little consistent. Is you know, I think that that's the key for me. Is you know, I just try to always be in some sort of training, and it just it seems to work. So, uh, what type of nutrition plan do you follow, or do you follow any? Um, I I'm a pretty healthy eater. I don't eat any. I don't eat any sweets, so no desserts, no cookies, pies, ice cream, none of that. Um, I try to drink a protein shake um, so I can stay on top of my protein intake. Uh, I watch my carbs. Now I do love pizza, so that's a weakness. And I, I love potato chips. That's a weakness. But I, I do try to eat pretty healthy. Like I don't drink any sodas. I drink a ton of water. And um, I, I don't like to eat a lot of fast food either. So I, I try to just eat a balanced diet. Nothing too crazy. But um, for me, the key is I don't do the, the sugars and sweets and things like that. Definitely. What is your favorite race so far? New York or Disney or any other races that you like? 
Well, I have so many for so many different reasons. I love Disney. You know, obviously, it's just the most fun. And it feels like home to me because I I basically, my family, they're huge Disney fans. And so I've grown up going to Disney all my life. And I spent more holidays at Walt Disney World than I did at my own home. So that's just home for me. And I, I, I wouldn't even know how to live and not run at Disney. New York City is unimaginable. Like, I still, there are days that I, I'm like, did I really run that race? Like, it was one of those races that I did not want it to end. And I know that sounds crazy because normally in a marathon, you get to, you know, mile 18, 19, 20, and you're just like, oh, let it end. I I, I cried at the end because I did not want it to. I mean, I remember in Central Park just about to take that turn where you had, you know, 800, you know, eight tenths of a mile left or two tenths of a mile left. And I cried and cried because I thought this is it. It's over. And I don't want it to be over, you know, and I just cried like a baby. Um, but I will say my most favorite race um, to this day, and, and it's a very odd thing. I did not run a step of it. I walked the entire thing. I went up and I uh, I did the Runner's World Half Marathon. And I went up with Runner's World magazine. They invited me up. And I had just broken my ankle, you know, several months before then. And I was, my doctor had released me out of my boot and put me in a brace the day before I left to fly up. That weekend, they do a, a, a 5K, a 10K, a trail run, and a half marathon. And it's a total of, tw- of 26 Point two miles. So it's a total of a marathon over the course of the weekend. So it's four days or three days because you actually do the 5K and the 10K on the same day. But uh, I had to walk the whole thing. Well, first of all, it was painful because I was still in my, my brace. And, you know, my doctor was telling me I shouldn't have probably shouldn't have done it. It was like something I had never done before. And so it was like something I had to prove to myself that I could run again and I could get back out there and I could do it all. And and being out there that long by yourself, walking was hard for me because the whole race passed me. I could run any distance and then to suddenly be back in the back and walking the whole thing, you know, and limping. And I, I think I was like third from the last to finish the race. Like I, I had never ran a race like that before. Hmm. And so it was just mentally so challenging for me. And I think to this day, that was like my most favorite thing I've ever done because it was something that I did for myself. And um, and I, I kind of had to do that. Like that was part of my healing process and everything. So that was my most favorite so far. Wow. That's such a great story. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> it was beyond fabulous. I mean, you know, I crossed the, the finish line and, you know, all the editors of the magazine were standing there for me and they were playing Sweet Home Alabama over the intercom and you know, I am crying and, you know, they were crying. I and mean, it was just, they were so proud of me. And, you know, and, and it was really, I needed that so bad. And because I was feeling so left out, you know, because my whole life, you know, I'm, that's what I do for a living. I work in the fitness industry. I, you know, I run, I run on the weekends. I, you know, it's my Bama girl runs. Everything about me is fitness related. And so to break your ankle and then to just be totally out of it, you know, for several months, it was hard. And so I needed that race more than anything to get me back into it mentally because I I had mentally I was I was shutting down. And so for me, that to this day, you know, and I didn't know anybody in, in the race. I mean, I knew the people that I had gone up there with, but you know, it wasn't like a hometown race. I didn't know any any of the other runners and things like that. So it was just to me, it was just exactly what I needed at that time. 
So it, that's definitely a favorite of mine. And help you lift lift you up from all the oh yeah <laughs> negative yeah. stuff you had to go through the injuries. So that's that's a great story uh, on its own. So thank you. Uh, before, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Before we conclude this interview. Um, can you give a word of advice to runners out there, listen to us, to have a passion like you have? And uh, you have a great story. Runners who are just starting would like to hear, or even runners who are a few years into it or, or 10 years into it. Can you give a word of huh. advice to the runners out there who is listening to us to have a passion of running like, like what you have? Some days I have to just sit back and realize, you know, and I'm not trying to brag on myself, but, you know, I can go out and I can run 48 miles. Or I can go run a marathon. And and truth be known, if I wanted to go run a marathon tomorrow, I could. So for me, what I try to keep in mind and what I think new runners and, and even, you know, runners that have been doing this for a long time, it's so important to keep it all in perspective and realize that every single person has their own story. And every single person, every single runner is their own self and their own runner. And I want to be proud for that person who is running their first 5K. That's huge. It is huge. And so even though I could run 48 miles, I try to keep it in perspective that the person who is just now starting or running their very first 5K, that is the greatest accomplishment, you know, and, and, and that same person, like I remember that feeling when I was in my neighborhood and I ran for two miles straight. You know how great I felt. I always want to have that feeling for other people. Even if I can go run a hundred miles, I want to keep it very down to earth and, and all and just be proud and supportive of everybody, you know. And so that's why for me, you know, every race is not about a PR. And I'm very proud of my friends who can run a, a PR race or set a PR or things like that. But I'm just as proud for, you know, that person who ran, you know, a, a sub four marathon as I am for the person who is, you know, ran their first mile straight through. I think I just try to keep every person in perspective and and not because I see a lot of people that do that or that don't do that. And they, you know, they become better and better and better runners. And then they tend to leave behind the people that aren't like they are. And and that kind of drives me crazy. Like, I always want to be proud for everybody and not just the people who can run as you know, a certain time or, you know, so many miles or this or that, like, you know, you just, everybody is different and not everybody has it in them to set a PR and not everybody has it in them to run 48 miles. And so I I don't ever want to let any of that go to my head. And I just want to always be that person who supports everyone. So I think that's kind of, you know, my advice is keep it all in perspective. And then if you have goals, don't stop. Just keep going because one day you'll wake up and you'll you'll be reaching your goal. And just keep trying. Definitely a great word of advice. I, I still remember my 1.6 mile uh, I ran without stopping. I, I still keep that email that I sent to my mentor saying, hey, and I ran 1.6 mile without stopping. <laughs> so, it's just. Yeah. No. You know, it's it's the little things like that that you remember that you those are the things that got you to where you are today. And so you don't need to lose sight of that. You don't need to forget that. And setting a PR is great or, you know, running, you know, certain number of days in a row or these challenges and all of that. Those are all great and wonderful. But there are so many times when I like to 
you know, I'll run with a group of friends and I have friends that'll say, Oh, well, we don't want to run with you because we don't want to slow you down. Or, hmm. and I'm like, no, you know what? I'm running with you because you're my friend and I, I want to run with you. I want to support you and I want to be there. I don't care that I could run this race a lot faster. At this point, it doesn't matter. I would much rather run with my friends and be with my friends and be supportive than run off and do something for myself. Like it means a lot more to me to to be a good friend than it does to set a PR. So that's just kind of where I'm at. I, I like to be the social supportive friend. So that's great. That's greatly ends our interview and um with with a positive tone and positive note for all the runners out there listening to us. Thanks for your time, and uh, we'll catch you sometime later uh, on, the, right. on the road somewhere, uh, racing or running <laughs> or just having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm running Chicago Marathon this year, so I'm sure I'll see you there and Mercedes, and we've got lots of good races coming up. Definitely. Yeah, lots to look forward for. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to another episode of Embrance Podcast. If you're an iTunes user, please rate, review, and subscribe to our channel.